Welcome to the King's Healing Room Podcast, where we are a kingdom ministry with an urban presence. The assistant pastor is Elder Joseph Dow, and the pastor and founder is Reverend Brian K. Hill Sr. We are at the Rescue Mission, which is located at 120 Gifford Street in Syracuse, New York. All are welcome. Amen. At this time, uh, uh, it is uh, next Sunday. It's Youth Sunday. Amen. 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 Uh, but this is African American uh, Black History Month. Amen. So uh, our young people have something set. And before Sister, uh, before uh, uh, Minister Wallace comes, I just want to give a shout out. I will be coming a little later, but I want to give a shout out for Saturdays. Uh, Saints, it's just so awesome. Uh, what's going here? What's going on here on Saturdays? I think on this past Wednesday, there were 17. We've never had no less than 17. No less than 17, almost 20. I was rebuked, very kind rebuke. Is that all right? Amen. Uh, uh, give them more, give our young people more space. Saints, I can't think of a better, of a better request of a pastor that our youth need more space. They need more physical space because we're growing. Is that all right? Every Saturday, except the third and fifth Saturdays, right here from 1230 to 3 p.m., you can drop your children off. We have men here. I'm here almost every Saturday. We have we have wonderful men here that are faithful. Um, it's a safe environment. Is that all right? And we're growing. Our kids are learning. They're having fun. They're learning how to play together. There's no bullying. They're learning life skills. Is that all right? So just a shout out to the youth staff, all that are here. Amen. Come out and bring your kids if you don't know. Just come out and see. Just, just come and stay with your kids for a little bit. Just check it out. And if you're not, if you don't feel comfortable, then, then, then go. Is that all right? I don't mean to be rude, but, but come and see for yourself. Is that all right? It is a wonderful, wonderful environment. Is that all right? God bless you. All right, let's say amen for... Uh, I mean, you are right, right? She got a stick. See, I, I was young to have a knife. Okay, I'm, well, a stick will do just as much damage. Let's say amen for our youth pastor. I am so, so grateful. Yesterday, we had Chinese food. We had a little Chinese birthday going on. Thank you to Sister LaDonna and Brother um, Clyde. I don't know how I can forget his name. You know what? I don't take Brother Clyde for granted. He is so helpful. He is so I'm telling you, when I, when I sit here and I watch how he functions in church, it's just, I'm telling you, he's going back and forth. And you know, I'm grateful because he doesn't have to be here. And what he needs to know is that um, in his due season, I'm telling you, you're going to reap what you sow, whether it's good or bad. So I'm just grateful. If we could give Brother Clyde an even standing ovation. helpful at church, but me being a single mother, I had a lot of laundry yesterday. And you know who helped me to and through that laundry? Brother Clyde. And I'm really, I appreciate you as a brother. I truly appreciate you. you. You know what, women, I, I'm not one of those women that can be like, I don't need a man. The devil is a lie. I need help. And if there's some brothers here that want to help shovel out and clean up, hello. Okay. 
but at this time we're going to. Okay, I got issues, but look at everybody around you at the case over there. We all got issues. Look at everybody. This is a. Escape. 
1849. We celebrate Mother's Day, Harriet Tubman. Thank <laughs> you. 
give him ample time to move before the screen comes down. Amen. Everybody say amen. 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 We certainly thank God for each of you. Let's give God a big praise. Come on, let's give God a big praise. Come on, let's give him a big, big praise. Once again, our welcome to each and every one of you. Uh, I want to take a moment. Um, in the back, uh, we have a sign-up sheet. There's two sign-up sheets. The first one I'll address is for Rosewood. Uh, uh, Rosewood, um, uh, what's the proper title? Rosewood, Rosewood Heights. All right. And uh, the King's Healing Home, this has been discussed for some time, and uh, Sundays go, and so I want to I be intentional in announcing this. We have a sign-up sheet in the back. The King's Healing Room, we would like to uh, collect slippers and socks, all right? And uh, uh, for the residents of Rosewood Heights, and uh, I believe one size fits all, uh, different colors will do. And, um, and so please put your name down, and as you're out and about, please buy them, bring them back, and bring them to, uh, to uh, 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 Minister um, Golden, uh, Barbara Chief Golden, and we will collect them over the next few weeks, and then we will present them to Rosewood Heights. Is that all right? Amen. 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 There are so many little things that we can do to have a great impact, amen, uh, on our community. Um, to that end, also on the back uh, is our flyers. Starting this Tuesday, I want everyone to make sure that we hear this. Starting this Tuesday, from 6 to 7 p.m., will be the second uh, second phase, the second module of Man Up Ministries. Iron Man Ministries will be our weekly men's Bible study right here at the Rescue Mission Chapel. It is a King's Healing Room uh, men's ministry. Uh, Minister Ronald Davis is the uh, director of that. And so starting this Tuesday, every Tuesday from 6 to 7 p.m. will be Iron Man Men's Bible Study. And uh, we are, there's a flyer in the back for it. And, um, and so this is not just for men. Is that all right? Ladies, uh, mothers, daughters, nieces, aunts, granddaughters. This is a great opportunity for you to open up uh, communication with the men of your life that may not come to church. Is that all right? It's a great opportunity for them to experience the King's Healing Room in an intimate setting that men can sit down and talk. Is that all right? We have a wonderful, wonderful curriculum. Um, uh, Minister Yulon Jones and Brother uh, Marquise Akins are over Power Man. They're directors of Power Man, which is every third Saturday from 10 p.m. to 11 p.m. Uh, Brother Gregory Williams, uh, he is our, and uh, Brother, uh, 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 Morris Brown, they are our, our resident chefs, and um, we are having a wonderful time on, on, uh, on uh, January. Uh, Power Man, we have over 40 men here, all right, we have over 40 men. And I believe that uh, I have set a goal for 100 by 100. Someone asked me, what is 100 by 100? I believe that we can have 100 men attending Power Man, and 100 men attending Iron Man by the 100th day of 2013. Okay. I believe that. 
don't, if you never set a goal, you'll never know if you met it or exceeded it. That's why budgets are so important. You'll never know if you're on track or off track if you don't know what you have. So I believe that uh, by faith, by word of mouth, and by the power of God, that we can exceed 100 men each, the third Saturday of each month, by the middle of April, and 100 men. Can you imagine? Can you imagine that here on Tuesday nights, for, from 6 to 7 p.m., 100 men, is that all right? Sitting down for Bible study, all right? Man-centered Bible study. Men being able to ask questions. Men talking, men talking to men about men for men. Is that all right? Amen. So we're very, very excited about that. Uh, so please, um, uh, men is for one hour. Uh, our power man, we started at 10 a.m. And at 10.59 a.m., we were done. Amen. We were done. Is that all right? Maybe someone to hang out, but at 10.59, we were done. Power Man was over. And for Iron Man, from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m., one hour, and that's it. Is that all right? Yeah. Amen. Amen. Who wants to commit one hour to change your life and to enhance your life? Better fathers, better husbands, Amen. better sons. Is that all right? Is not sexy. Is that all right? But cheesecake. 
with strawberries. Oh, now that's sexy. Red velvet cake is sexy. Uh, chocolate covered strawberries. Now that's sexy. Come on, all y'all sexy folks, say something. Amen. God bless you. So we just want to give ample warning. Is that all right? Amen. We're saved. We're sanctified. We're baptized with the precious blood of the Holy Ghost and that with fire. Amen. But that's not the only fire that's going on, y'all. Is that all right? Amen. Amen. Now my fear, my fear is that, uh, is that uh, the, the, I don't care what, what fires are sparked. Amen. But uh, the married folk are the only ones that don't have to put the fire out. Is that all right? Amen. We're still a Christian organization. Amen. And unless you have been conjoined, amen, in holy matrimony, is that all right? We are not condoning, amen. We, we're going to have a good time. Is that all right? And, and finger food and, 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 and uh, I feel myself losing myself here. Is that all right? Amen. Amen. But I don't want an altar full of folk on Sunday morning. Is that all right? Amen. God bless you. Amen, amen. Is that is, is the message been sent? Amen. All right, God bless you. God bless you. All right, all right. And uh, and <laughs> oh boy, let me. <laughs> and all that get get an understanding. <laughs> it, 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 when we say married couples and singles are invited in New York State. The definition for marriage has been altered. So, so for a Christian organization, the definition of marriage is a union between a man and a woman. So we just want to clarify. I'm just looking for a friendly option. Amen, amen. That, that a Christian couple constitutes a man and a woman. Everybody say amen. And I was rocking and rolling a few minutes ago. Amen. Amen. A prelude to a kiss that is... Friday, Valentine's Day is on Thursday. This will be Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Amen. Um, uh, we've had we've had two Valentine parties before last year. Uh, Mother Brooks, God bless you. Amen. She opened up her um, residence for us. We had a wonderful, wonderful time. Wonderful time. You know, but you know, it was great. There was kids there. Oh, Come on, baby. Spend too much time around kids. Is that all right? It's like three times a year, and no kids allowed. There ought to be a circle with a slash through it. No kids allowed. Yeah. Valentine's wonderful. Is that all right? Yeah. yeah. It's hard to be sexy with a diaper. Well, okay, never mind. God bless you. Huh? Okay, God bless you. Dr. Shadow, see, you're just a bad influence. You, you have something to do with that. I don't even know how. As that image waffles through the sanctuary, I cleanse every mind right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Yes, Lord. Bring us back to the light. Amen. Everybody put your hands together and bless the Lord. Yes, yes. Sister Jennifer, you didn't know what you were doing yesterday with that little package, huh? Yeah, boy. Yes. Alright, God bless you, it's time to go. <laughs>
as we uh, as we drop down the, uh, the screen and turn on the uh, projectors on, uh, I'd like to. This was announced in our Sunday school this morning. Saying, I am so so godly proud, as my grandmother would say. She always used to work godly in front of pride. And St. Paul was a proud man. He was very proud. And as his conversion from Saul of Tarsus to Paul, he, he, he began to modify his statements. And he would modify them with um, whatever pride he had. Uh, 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 it became stipulated. He would stipulate whatever pride he had with the pride of Christ. And he began to temper his pride with referring to himself as a servant or a prisoner of Jesus Christ. And so um, I think it's not robbery to say or blasphemy to say that I am godly proud of our Kingdom Academy, of our Sunday school. Amen. Uh, let's give God praise for our Sunday school. Um, I'm always encouraging our Sunday school staff that. Uh, I've been to many churches, many here have, and the numbers are about the same. You can go to a church with 10,000 members, and you may watch their telecast, um, and uh, on their Sunday morning there may be 8,000 people, is that alright? Amen. But then if you go for their Bible study, or for their Sunday school, there may be 2,000. Is that alright? Anytime, anytime humans are challenged, to study and to take the time to hone uh, uh, their craft or their skill or to increase in knowledge, it will always thin the crowd. And so to have 20, 30 people in Sunday school for a church our size, I think that's a great success. Is that all right? Amen. But I believe that we can also have 100 people in Sunday school. Is that all right? Amen. We have wonderful, wonderful teachers, facilitators. And every week, I come to Sunday school because I enjoy it and I learn. Is that all right? And even as a pastor, if I ever get to a point where I cannot learn, then I need to resign. When I get to the, when I get to the point where I feel, I feel that I cannot learn and I cannot absorb, amen, from those who may have my title above or my title below, amen, then it's time for me to hang up this collar. Is that all right? Because we should all be in so desirous and so hungry to learn of the things of God. It's one thing to shout, saints, it's one thing to dance, amen, but we, we need the learning, amen. Uh, uh, Bishop uh, Leroy Anderson used to say, in all that, what did he say, in, in all that burning, make sure you get the learning. Is that all right? Amen. You can shout with your lights off. Amen. You can come here and shout in an atmosphere like this, and your marriage can be a shambles. Is that all right? Your body would be riddled with disease to come here and shout. But unless you have the word that is indelibly uh, 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 embedded inside of you, that cannot be moved, that cannot be changed, this is what will sustain us. This is what will keep us. And most importantly, this is what will cause the dead in Christ to rise. It's the word inside of us, that knowledge inside of us, and that confession of faith, that in that moment of a twinkling of an eye, those that are yet living shall be caught up. Those that are dead in Christ shall be quickened. Is that all right? How to live saved. How to live saved. We learn in Bible study. We learn in Sunday school. And just a little quick note here. Is that all right? Television is wonderful. Books are wonderful. 
Videos are wonderful. Is that all right? But you need a hands-on approach to your study. Is that all right? Amen. Amen. Television and televangelism is no replacement. There's no replacement for sitting down and studying the Word of God through those that you have an intimate relationship, i.e., your local church, all right, that you may learn the things of God. Amen. To that end, I would ask everyone to stand. Amen. At this time, uh, our Sunday school, when we, uh, we went many years with no Sunday school, I just didn't have a desire for Sunday school. Is that all right? I knew it was in the works, but when it was time, amen, uh, elders... Uh, uh, Joseph and Linda Dowell were our first coordinators for Sunday school, or um, here to be known as uh, Kingdom Academy. And I am uh, godly proud to announce to the King's Healing Room this morning that Dr. Carleen Lacey is the newly appointed director of Sunday school. Let's give it up. Would you like to take a moment, dear? Um, uh, we have a state planning coming. Would you like to take a moment? No mind? Yes. Let's give God praise as she comes.
that should be here to uh, to receive the information uh, that um, that will be given out and the instructions and the follow through. Um, as I shared, uh, it was on Wednesday night or last week. Too many times, and I have no doubt that it will not be the last time. Have uh, have I buried uh, or facilitated uh, Dr. Chavez, uh, Drs. Antoine, Nanette Chavez, no doubt, have facilitated homegoings and funerals where the family uh, or the, the, the deceased loved one had made no preparation for their leaving. There is no if, there is no maybe, there is no what if. Job said it is appointed for a man to live and for a man to die. He proclaimed that we're all just hirelings. We're like hired hands in this world, men and women. And so it behooves us uh, to take steps while we're living. And uh, I used the word on Wednesday, three words. Shame on us that we would have more shoes in our closet and pay more for uh, hair and nails is not hygiene. Deodorant is hygiene. Shampoo for many of us is hygiene. Toothpaste is hygiene. Nails and hair and tims and rims is not hygiene. And shame on us. Shame on us. If we are spending more a month on things that matter very little than we are on a life insurance premium or on uh, end stage uh, planning, you get of a certain age and you should be discussing plots so that your family should not have to worry about where you're going to be buried. So let's come out. Amen. And to not talk about it, to not talk about it is like having a disease and, and, and denying that you have it. If the doctor tells you you have a disease and you act like you don't have it or you deny it, how insane, how crazy is that? For us to deny that we uh, will die at some point and uh, not prepare for our loved ones and hopefully Hopefully, when you and I pass, there will be uh, some gnashing of teeth. There will be some people that are sad. And unfortunately, I know this for a fact, and I'm going to leave this alone because I want to get to this. Saints, I know for a fact. I've, I've sat, I've, I've, I've sat with funeral parlors. I've been with, I've been with families. Um, uh, I've been with families who have lost children, uh, uh, loved ones. Uh, and, um, and unfortunately, I've, uh, I've a few instances where I know that the family is being taken advantage of in that 45 minutes, that their hour, that they're sitting down with, fu with a funeral director. And an entire lifespan has gone by and no preparation has been made. And in that 45 minutes to one hour, that family has been taken advantage of. And to try and tell that family, this is wrong, you're, you're being... You mean, but we want the best, we want the best. It's not what you want, it's what they should have wanted. Is that all right? Is that all right? 
Amen, amen, amen. If, uh, 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 if you want a headstone, then you need to say it. Amen, amen. You need to have that in writing because, you know, as much as you think folk love you, amen. Once they stop crying, once they get over it, you know, and the insurance company calls, they may decide to just give you a rock in the ground that the grass will grow over. And your family, two years later, they can't even find out where you're buried. It's covered with grass. They just got you a stone with a little name in it. He, he, he birthed and he died. Amen. And now they don't want on the island with your money. You need to, come on. You need to make sure you know what you want and have that. So God bless you, dear. Let's come out for that. All right? God bless you. We're going to do this very quickly. Amen. Everybody repeat this after me. There is no pillow so soft. As a clear conscience. All right. Amen. We're going to go through this very quickly. Amen. Receive God's word, 2 Peter 1 and 19. This is just a little bit of Wednesday's uh, Bible study. Amen. And um, uh, for uh, uh, January, seven cures for a lean purse. And that's what we were speaking uh, uh, for the month of January. We talked about uh, paying yourself first, paying God first, his tithe. Amen. And paying yourself first. Number two, formulate a budget that covers all necessary expenses. It's amazing. Once you start writing down your money and, and, and what, what's, the, what's the necessity and what isn't, it's amazing how you'll start answering your own questions. Like, this isn't really a necessary expense. Is that all right? So uh, if you're paying, if, uh, if you're paying your, if your power insurance is being, is being paid in person every other month in North Syracuse by hand, Either two things just happened. Either it got quiet because of the not to clear conscience, or somebody doesn't know what I'm talking about. If you're paying your car insurance by hand in North Syracuse, that means that your car insurance must be paid by, must be postmarked by midnight that day. Yeah. North Syracuse Taft Road is, a, is, the, is the post office that's open till midnight. And if you are paying your car insurance consistently by midnight of the day it has to be paid, is that all right? Then, ladies, you need to go to the grocery store and get a self-perm kit. Is that all right? And whoever gets in the tub after you, just let them know. It's greasy and slippery, because I just did my part. Brothers, I got something for you too, brothers. You paying your power insurance by the last minute every month, and you in the barbershop twice a week, you need to go buy you some clippers, and go home and get you a mirror and another one and do it yourself. You may jack it up a few times, but does somebody say, man, your hair's jacked up. Say, yeah, but my power insurance paid. Amen. See, it's priorities. Amen. Some of us are too old to be doing the same stuff over and over again. Everybody say, change for change. This is the King's Healing Room 52-week savings plan. As you can see, $1 for each week that we're in. We are now in the... We are now in the... Sixth week. Alright. So... Uh, my, uh, my finger here is not working on my wonderful, so we'll see. Bear with me for a moment. They won't let me use this at home, so uh, I get to use it here. 
<laughs> I wait till it's dark and I use this at home in a dry stretch crazy. So right here, there we go. Week six, all right. You can tell, you, I'm glad I'm not a surgeon. All right, week six, six dollars. You should have, you should have $21 saved if you simply saved $1 for each week. Cumulative over here, account balance, deposit amount here. If you're doubling it, all right, then by week six, you should have $42 saved, all right? That's your family at Burger King. So before we say what we cannot do, at the end, once I get this uh, caramelized head out the way, by the end of week 52, by the last week of December, all right, of this year, if you were to stay, if you were to stay uh, faithful to this, you will have almost $1,400 saved. If you double everything, you'll have close to $3,000 saved. In one year, combined with adhering to paying your bills on time and building credit, which we're being taught here, and increasing your credit score, imagine that this time next year, you could be sitting down with a realtor and sitting down with a bank. The average closing cost for a home in Syracuse between sixty and eighty thousand dollars is right here. It's between here and here. Saving one dollar per whatever week it is, one year from now, says you'll have enough for a closing cost for a home. There are wonderful homes in the city that you can buy a two-family home for eighty thousand dollars, and you will have what they call positive cash flow. You live upstairs and rent to a family downstairs. And simply by saving $1 for the calendar week that it is, one year from now, you can not only own a home, but you can now be a landlord. Amen? Some of us, that's a very daunting prospect. And you know why? Because we didn't make good tenants. Thank God Paul told Timothy, preach in season and out of season. Amen. And I'm not going to do what Paul told Timothy. But Paul told Timothy, when the folk get crazy and don't want to respond, he said, just go get you a little bit of grape juice and sell it in your stomach and go right back in. <laughs> Their grape juice wasn't our grape juice, just so you know. This can be used to start your emergency fund. Every family should be working toward having at least a minimum of three months, amen, to represent every month that it takes to run your household. If it costs $2,000 to run your house, all right, to run your entire household, then our goal should be to have at least $6,000 in an emergency fund. We can lose our jobs tomorrow. Is that all right? You can become disabled. Is that all right? And how many families can afford to go one week without a paycheck? This can be used to pay off high-interest credit cards or for debt reduction. Or, since none of the things that I've said so far has excited anyone, this can be used for you and your wife, or you and your husband, or you and your significant others, or if you just have to take your kids to go on a nice vacation. Mid.com, creditsesame.com, creditcomfort.com, powerpay.com, I added this and the home budget app for a, uh, the MS stands for Microsoft template, all right? Uh, we don't have time today, all right? But if I had time, I would have everyone that would to pull out your cell phones right now or your tablets, uh, if you're connected right now, to literally go to mint.com, Credit Sesame, or Credit Karma, 
and, uh, and PowerPay and actually sign up. These are all, they're separated just so you'll understand it, but when you go to them, they're all one word. Credit Sesame, one word. CreditKarma.com and PowerPay. PowerPay is a, is a debt reduction website and it's all free. And you plug in your debt and it gives you calculators and gives you sound advice on how to reduce your debt. All right. Uh, at the end of last year, we introduced terms to the King's Healing Room, uh, terms like snowball and avalanche. How many remember snowball? How many remember avalanche? It's paying off your high interest rate cards first, and as you pay off your lowest debt, apply that to uh, your next debt, and that's how you begin to pay off your debts. Is that all right? Here is a screenshot of Mint.com. As you can see, the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the uh, pie graph there. Um, it breaks down uh, where you're spending your money so that you know where you're spending your money. Uh, down here on the bottom right, you can create your own budgets, individual budgets. Auto, shopping, food, entertainment, uh, travel, financial, uh, uh, personal care. But you can add any budget that you want to. And when you begin to exceed that budget, you will literally get email or text messages saying you're exceeding your budget. All right? Here's a screenshot, screenshot from Sesame, uh, CreditSesame.com. And as you can see right here, free credit score. Saints, any credit site you go to, uh, every American is entitled to your free credit report once a year from the three credit bureaus. But you must pay for your credit score, all right? And that's where they get you. And they're also going to want to get you to sign up for a credit monitoring service. My suggestion is that you do neither, all right? All a credit monitoring service is, is that any time somebody uh, any time a company um, makes an inquiry on your credit, you get a notification. All right, that's all that is, and they want to get you to get your credit card, and they want you to pay a monthly fee to monitor your credit. Well, how about you monitor your credit? All right. Now, with CreditKarma.com and CreditSesame.com, these are both also iPhone, um, Apple, and also uh, and also. Uh, uh, Android apps that they have for free. You can download them. The, uh, the apps are free. The service is absolutely free. Saints, it's absolutely free. I use them both. You get your credit score. Once a month, you'll get an email notification. It's time to check your credit report. This is a screenshot of creditkarma.com. This is what Home Headquarters uses here in Syracuse. We are partnering with them and in April. We will be uh, uh, we will be partnering with Home Headquarters right here in, right here at the Rescue Mission Chapel for a wealth and wellness seminar, a series of wealth and wellness seminars. All right, they will uh, open up the doors, their coffers uh, for those that qualify um, to complete programs. Once you complete the program. Um, home headquarters will actually pay for your closing costs and your down payment, walk you through the process, help increase your credit score. Amen. Single, married, it does not matter. There are so many things that are available to us in the King's Healing Room. We endeavor to let you know what's available. Is that all right? Now it's up to you to take advantage of it. This is a screenshot right from their website for Credit Karma. Once again, free sign up, username, password, and now you have access. They also have an iOS app and the Android app, right? You can go to the um, market market store for Android or to the app store for Apple products. Free download. You can also go to their website, creditkarma.com, uh, uh, creditsesame.com, and mint.com, and go. If you don't have a smartphone that has apps, you can go right to their you can go right to their website. You can also be downloaded. You can open up the uh, um, their website right from uh, uh, right from your phone. 
or your laptop or your tablet. Here is PowerPay, helping debtors become savers. Once again, PowerPay, it's a free website. You sign up, username, password, plug in your debt information, high interest credit cards, um, uh, debt center and collection. It puts everything in order and gives you advice. It gives you a strategy on how to pay down your debt. All right? How to pay down your debt. All right? Much of this is just like living holy. We have this wonderful word that has been given us between Genesis and Revelation. Is that all right? But it's no good unless we apply it. And one day we will stand before the Father. And he will either say one of two things. Well done, my good and faithful servant. Enter in. Or... Depart from me, for I never knew you. All right? All right? The consequences are not as bad. But saints, when you're sitting in that little cubicle, the longest 10 minutes we'll ever have in our lives is when the doctor leaves, and we don't know what the news is, and the second longest 10 minutes is when we're sitting in that little cubicle waiting for them to come back to say if we got the car loan or not. Uh, I can leave you up here by myself, but is that all right? Amen. And they're only going to come back and say two things. Enter ye in into your new automobile or depart from me for your credit is not good enough. Alright? Alright? And saints, remember this. Whether you want to believe it or not, it does not change the truth that your credit is an indication of your integrity. My credit is an indication of my integrity. Is that all right? Is that all right? If you have if you have a year and a half left on your cell phone bill and you're all upset and, and the man this, the man this, no one made you sign that. You have to read everything. All right? Many of us are better with a, with, with a pay-as-we-go. Amen. Many of us are better off with a, with a excuse the vernacular, but I, I just refuse to call our president any sitting president by their first name. I didn't even refer to Bush as Bush. Amen. I wasn't a fan, but I always referred to him as President Bush because that's their title. Is that all right? I don't refer to pastors as just as just Jones or or, or whatever. It's pastor. Is that all right? Amen. Amen. So uh, some of us may be better off with a President Obama phone. Is that all right? Amen. You may not be qualified by age, but some of us may be better off with a phone from AARP. Buttons about this big. Amen. You know, your boy's ripping on you because you don't have a smartphone. But then you may have to hit them. But how smart is it that your phone was off last month? And how many times do we know when folks' phones are off? No one ever tells you when they know your phone is off. Because it's embarrassing when you call somebody's phone and it's off. So you never call somebody, hey man, I was trying to get you, but your phone was off. Nobody says anything. But you have to know that everybody know your phone was off. So now we gotta now we, we have these built-in forgivenesses before we even before we even commit the act. We have already asked God to forgive us for the lies we're about to tell. Oh girl, I left my phone I left my phone in somebody else's car for three days in the back. Here's from Microsoft.com, Microsoft.com backslash temp, uh, 
home budget template. This is right from their website. You hit the download button and it downloads right to your Windows computer. You can do the same for Mac, just Google it if you have a Mac computer. And this is right from their website, downloaded right to. I use this Patricia's computer for this. Amen. We have our own budget software that we use, but I downloaded this, took a screenshot of it. This, well, this is actually I'm, this is actually right from my iPad. Those are familiar with Apple, that's right from my iPad. And I just took a screenshot of it. Alright? This is a retirement savings calculator. If you email me, I will email this to you. You plug in the numbers, it's a it's a it's an Excel spreadsheet. You begin putting in the numbers, alright, and it will and it and it, and it will uh and uh, it will begin to, re to calculate what you need to save for your retirement. Your age, how much you make, what you have in savings, what you have in investments, 401k, uh, IRAs, uh, mutual funds. Um, these should all be terms we're familiar with, right? Amen. amen. Thank you. I was going for an amen. Life insurance needs analysis. Once again, this is a, uh, this is a, uh, this is a spreadsheet. Alright, if you email me, I will email this to you. It will open right up on any computer that you have, uh, um, a Mac, uh, uh, Apple product. Uh, they'll download to your tablet, to your smartphone, to your Windows machine. And it is a life insurance needs analysis. It's a little small on here, but um, your spouse, your family, um, if you have children of school age, if you die, if you die, we're going to be speaking with, uh, this is one of the things that Dr. Lacey will be discussing. If you die, do you want include your, enough for your child's education? All right? For your children's education. Everybody repeat this after me. You ready? Everybody repeat this. The foundation, the foundation of, wealth of wealth is life insurance. If you don't have life insurance, you're just rich. February, the richest man in Babylon. Five laws of gold for February will be the thing. Gold cometh, gold laboreth, gold clingeth, and here's the antithesis of it. Gold slippeth and gold flees. Saints, if you don't have gold coming to you, that's income streams. Not streams, income streams. If you know how to bake, and people tell you you bake good, and if you are of an age, all right, and, and a capacity, then you need to be baking along with your job. If you know how to write good, amen, you need to download a, a, a resume template and start and start and start and start getting paid to write resumes for people. Amen. Gold cometh, gold laboreth. Alright? The problem is that we're laboring, but our money's not laboring for us. I shared with you a few Wednesdays ago. Every dollar you earn ought to be a soldier you put to work. The most successful drug dealer is not the drug dealer who's standing on a corner. He's sitting in a house, but he has soldiers that go up. Now, I hate to use such a negative parable to get the point across, but I just want to make sure we're on a level that we can all understand. Is that all right? Is that all right? When we, when we get the mindset that every morning when that alarm goes off, amen, that we don't wake up mad, sad, decrepit, broken, but we wake up excited and we jump out of the bed because God just has just created 300 soldiers that are about to go to work for you. Is that alright? So we have to change our mindset. Why am I working? Are you working just to pay bills? Are you working just to get by? Is, 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 is work a labor? Work was not designed to be laborious. 
God created work that what we gain would labor for us. Did that make any sense? When we labor, it's skewed. But when what we earn works for us, now that's prosperity. Everybody give God praise. Amen, 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 amen. Ten people ought to jump up. I got some soldiers working for me. Amen, amen. Come on, everybody give God praise. We're about to prepare. We're about to prepare for an offer of our time. But before we do that, we have... Uh, we have uh, uh, Sister Dellums. If you would come, we're going to prepare for offering our tithe. I'm going to give a shout out and then and then uh, 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 for a product that she has given to me. And then uh, uh, considering the hour, uh, she has a wonderful testimony, financial testimony that God has done for her granddaughter, Amen, the nigga who we all love and and, and a, a child of this ministry, Amen. Amen. But uh, on a few weeks ago, Sister Dellums, one of many many homemade products. Uh, she gave me a pain relief uh, concoction uh, made of made from cayenne, cayenne, red pepper, and, uh, and it is it is absolutely a wonderful, wonderful product. Amen. And um, and so uh, uh, it is it is it is uh, uh, no artificial ingredients. It's very healthy. It assimilates into the bloodstream. And uh, sometime I really I, I struggled with my knees, amen. And I started applying this, and and it was like bed day. I began to feel the warmth, and when I use it, uh, the pain dissipates, and I can tell when it wears off. All right. So please see her. Is that all right? Amen. Let's not come to her with a sad story. Is that all right? Amen. Amen. Because if you went to Rite Aid, amen. We have we have no sad stories in Rite Aid. Amen. Now she's gonna fight you on this, but I'm telling you, all right, nothing for you. All right, nothing for you. You need it. You can we'll get out the bed, amen, and, and, and hit Wegmans if we need Tylenol, amen. So we don't come into the kingdom where God has gifted people and let them try to hustle them. Is that all right? God bless you. You do this for me. No. Then how's how's God gonna bless me? Yeah, when you get in your wallet, pay me. God bless you. Amen. Praise God, everybody. I. Uh, when, when Pastor, a couple of, I don't know, a couple of months ago, Pastor had given us our offering envelope. We got our offering envelopes, and he said to assign, you know, with the little soldiers, yeah. assign them a job to do. So my granddaughter, you know, Nico, y'all love my granddaughter. She she wanted to go to culinary school. So she, of course, she wanted to go to like the most expensive number one culinary school in the country. And we're all trying to say, well, why don't you go to this one? But she was like, she had her heart set on the, um, I think it's Johnson and Wales. And she wanted to get accepted and it's $36,000 a year. So I put my offering in. I said, okay, Lord, I'm, I'm going to follow what Pastor said. I want my little soldiers. First of all, I, she's got to get in and then she has to have the money. Well, she was accepted 
to Jocelyn and Wills.
choices and decisions that have now come to bite you in an unfortunate place. To lament is to be in a position where it feels like you have no recourse or your actions will have no changing of the situation. That's what it means to lament. So in the third chapter of uh, Lamentations, which is, uh, uh, which is the second book, um, uh, 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 um, uh, in a series of crime, the writer laments, verse 21, chapter 3, this I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. Now, I'm going to do this in about five minutes, but I will preface this, I am not a psychologist. I just play one in church. All right? So, uh, 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 if you find yourself in a mental institution, <laughs> just don't bring my name up. <laughs> the writer says, Jeremiah, the prophet Jeremiah says, this I recall to my mind. Everybody say recall. Therefore I have hope. What you recall and what you remember are two different things. What you recall and what you remember are two different things. What you remember is triggered by events, while what you recall needs clues to recognize as memory. Now I wish I had a little more time to really go through this and thank God that there's no clinical psychologist here. Uh, um, to uh, refute what you're about to hear. The writer does not give us the, uh, he does not take the liberty to expound on what he writes in these few short words in the third chapter, verse 21. He simply states, this I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope, and when you read the first 20 verses, it's not good. It's not good, there's a whole lot of stuff going on, he's not a happy person, but then he concludes, this I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. So the, right, the reader is left with the conclusion that, uh, that, uh, that uh, the, the writer, the writer, when he thinks of the negative things that ha has happened to him, somehow he's able to pull hope out of negativity. So we, we're, we're faced with verses, all right? Verses, V.S. Recall versus recognition. What I recall versus what I've memorized. What I recall versus what I remember. Recognition is a response to a sensory cue. When you see something, you compare it to information stored in your memory. You see somebody wearing something. The only reason you know it's jacked up because you wore it, and they wouldn't let you in the club. Your mama told you, if you come out the house like that again, I'm going to disown you. I'm just trying to keep y'all safe, man. Don't get nervous. Don't get nervous. Don't get nervous. All right? Let me give you a recognition example. I've never been, I've been arrested, but I've never been in a lineup. I guess the time to be in a lineup was when I had a lot more hair, huh? And I've never had to view a lineup. But just to give you an example, a police lineup 
In a police lineup, you look at several people. I, I watch Law and Order, so that's what I'm getting my key from. In a lineup, you look at several people and compare it to the person that you think you saw commit the crime. That's recognition. I, I, I need something previously to connect it to. So I recognize, and, and just from law and order, you know, did you? They'll be in the little room at the one-way glass, and you have them in, and they'll say, do you see anyone you, they don't say recall. Is there anyone that you recognize? Uh, number four. Number four, please step forward. Law and order now, that's my, that's my, only, that's my only clue. Do you recognize number four? I'm not sure. It looks like, nah. Okay, number four, step back. Recall, using the same example, instead of looking at a lineup, you've looked at the lineup, I don't see anyone that I recognize. So now, the police have to bring in a what? Sketch artist. Y'all watch Long Order too, huh? Yeah, yeah. So they bring in a sketch artist. Now, here's the difference between recognition and recall. I gotta, I gotta do this quickly. What does the sketch artist do? The sketch artist leads you into your recollection. So the sketch artist will say, what was the skin tone? What was the nationality? White, black, Hispanic, Asian, American Indian. All right? Now, did they have her? No, it was all shiny, though. Right? Did he have a mustache? Uh, you're trying to recall. You're not recognizing. You're trying to recall. Yes, he had a thick mustache. Did he have a thick mustache? Fu Manchu mustache. Did he have a goatee? Yeah, like an Abraham Lincoln. Okay, you're, re you're what? You're recalling. Tall, short. And as you recall, the sketch artist is forming a picture. Now, both people have had the same experience. One recognizes, the other one has to be recalled. Both, let's just say robbery. Both experience the B and E. Just because you know what B and E doesn't mean you've done it or you haven't. What's the B and E? Breaking it into. All right. Both have experienced a B and E, but one is able to recognize the perpetrator in the lineup. The other one must be recalled. So now, why does the writer, after all he's been through? Why can't he recognize what he's been through? Why does God have to sketch a picture of what you've been through? Somebody say amen. amen. The challenge with this passage is, why would we need to recall pain, disappointment, letdowns, etc., etc., when it is indelibly etched in our memory. No one forgets the person who used you. No one forgets 
with all sensitivity. No one forgets being abused. It, 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 it may take therapy. It, it, it may take acupuncture. It, it, it may take hypnosis to bring what has been buried in your past to come to the forefront. But once tragedy, once trauma comes to the surface, we need not be reminded there are folk that don't do certain things because of an experience that has happened in the past. There are spells that we have. I, I say, allow me, please let me preface this with how sensitive I want to be here. But, but when, we were, when we were in sophistications, we had Sister Ivers, Sister Guyvers, Laura Guyvers. She was so transparent with her past and what had happened to her as a child and the abuse of her father. And when her father would take advantage of her, he would drink and, 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 and smoke marijuana. And, and as an adult, to, to, to smell alcohol would be a trigger and would immediately take her back to the trauma that had taken place in her life. Why would the writer say, all that I've been through, I don't recognize the sign, but it has to be recalled. One of the problems that we have, saints, is that if we recognized everything that had happened in our past, then we wouldn't do it again. But why do we keep going through the same things over and over and over and over? If I recognize that man in the lineup, even if because of a legal legality and he gets off, a legal technicality, if I see him on the street, because I recognize the fear and what had happened, I'm either running inside, locking my doors, or walking on the other side of the street. But if saints, if we were only to recognize, then why do we keep dealing with the same Typology. Read between the lines. Why? If you enjoyed this podcast, we have three different ways that you can give. One way is using the Giveify app by downloading Giveify using your iOS or Android device and search the King's Healing Room, where you will see our senior pastor. Bishop Brian K. Hill's senior photo. You also can use our text to give. Here how it works. There are five steps. Step one, text GIVE to 1-844-981-2759, which is a unique to the King's Hill Room. Step two, you will receive a text with instructions. Step three, follow the instructions to set up a given account. Step four, Text the amount you want to give and the designation. It could be a tithe, offering, or general fund. In step five, you will receive a receipt via email confirming your gift. And here's the last way you can give. You can use PayPal and send your donation to tkhroffice at gmail.com. That is tkhroffice at 
gmail.com. Thank you for listening and remember to subscribe to listen to more messages like the ones you have heard. We are the King's Healing Room and we are a kingdom ministry with a global presence.